Attention. Attention detail. Listen up and lead well. You're a VIP, giving you what you need to succeed. Be best you can in your own company. Attention detail one by one, step by step to get the job done. Pops are gonna break it down to you. I ask questions, get the show started for the attention detail. Hello and welcome to another episode of Attention to Detail with Eric Bird, moving your brand forward as artists, leaders, and influencers. I'm your host, Jason Bird. Today's episode, seven details on what we learned from a traffic stop. This show is sponsored by VIP Consulting, leadership done well. VIP trains leaders in the skills they'll need to take their organization to the next level. Vision casting, conflict resolution, staff and volunteer management, and more. VIP Consulting helps clients create an action plan and works alongside you to execute it. Experience what faith-based institutions, individuals, and organizations have come to learn. VIP Consulting gives you the VIP treatment. Go to ericbird.com for more information. And now, here's my dad, Eric Bird. So, uh, first of all, let me get the uh, let me get some of the information out of the way, the housekeeping stuff out of the way, and then we can uh, get started with the show. First of all, we want to thank all of you for paying attention to the podcast, listening to it, downloading it. We have reached triple digits, son. We have reached triple digits. Uh, the podcast is about a month old, and we are already in the triple digits. So we want to thank you for being so uh, diligent and so thoughtful in terms of, um, you know, checking out the content and everything. We have also seen a spike at our webpage, ericbird.com and VIP Consulting. So we encourage you to go to ericbird.com. Go ahead and fill out the form. If you go to a church and uh, you guys are starting to open up, as most places in the country are, uh, you're starting to open up and you don't want your church to look the same way as it did after the pandemic uh, as it did before. And you might want to retool some things. You might want to look at your the way you do ministry, the way you do worship music, the way you uh, do your leadership structure. You, you may look at this as an opportunity to do something different. We encourage you to go to VIP.com and uh, let's see, yeah, I'm making a little change there. We're going to go to uh, EricBird.com, rather, VIP Consulting, and uh, fill out the form. Let us know that you're listening, that you're paying attention, and that you might uh, welcome having some help uh, coming by. So as we record this, son, uh, you know, as well as our listeners know, that, again, it's been a very tenuous time in our country. Last week, or at least the last episode that we did, was on racial reconciliatory behavior, uh, resources, things that you can do to just kind of arm yourself with knowledge and to just become a more aware global citizen, for lack of a better phrase. So I did something that I guess has gotten a lot of attention on my Facebook page, and I wasn't planning on it getting that much attention. I kind of just looked at it like um, something I was going to do with my son, my co-host. And it turned into a thing that a lot of you responded to and that a lot of you uh, wanted some feedback on. And so we decided to do an episode on the seven details and what we learned from a traffic stop. So to set all this up, uh, I have a friend who uh, is, well, I'll just keep it that way. I'll just have a friend who works for the state police, and I've talked to him over the last couple of weeks about what's been going on in the country and in the world, and just to get his perspective on stuff. 
And I just thought, you know, uh, my baby boy here, Jason, you're a new driver, right? Mm-hmm. So how long have you been? You've been driving less than six months, I think. Almost six months, yeah. Yeah. So Jason is a new driver. And so I just thought, well, maybe it might be might be cool to have you get pulled over. So I put about four tons of cocaine in his car. No, wow. I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm trying to that was that was a joke. Yeah, let's practice having SWAT. Um <laughs> I was just that's that's the joke. I'm just joking yeah, there. No, that was beneficial that, to the yeah. listeners. Yeah. You gotta clear that up because yeah. wow. somebody would be calling somebody right now. It's not the time of not not the climate, the current climate of no, our country. No. No. So I just called up a friend of mine who's a police officer and I said, Hey man, I want my son to be able to have an interaction with the police and come home alive. The goal is for him to come home alive. So could you maybe like pull him over like kind of as a practice run so that way he'll have an understanding of what happens when you get pulled over? I am proud to say that neither myself nor my uh, my wife, his mother, we don't get pulled over very often. So, uh, you know, just to get used to the process. What do you do? How do you act? What kind of questions can we expect? And a lot of you on Facebook wanted to know, uh, you know, what were the results of that interaction? So these are the seven details and what we learned from a traffic stop. So why don't we get right into it? Jason, hit me with number one. Number one, record with permission. Okay, so this is a thing that I saw on the gram and I've seen it in some other places where, you know, you get pulled over by the police and the cop will say, you know, this this call or this interaction, I forget the actual phrase, the stop maybe, this traffic mm-hmm. stop, I yeah. think they say, is going to be recorded and then they go ahead and ask you for your license, registration, whatever like that. Um, you can record them. So you can actually record the police, son. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Now, I kind of knew. I forget how I know that. I kind of knew you could do that. But, but, ladies and gentlemen, and again, uh, I always use the blog on ericbird.com to give you show notes. And so this will be on the show notes. You can record them, but you have to tell them first. So when they come to the car and they say, uh, this traffic stop is being recorded, you can respond with, thank you very much, sir or ma'am. Uh, I am also recording this traffic stop. Now, here's the little caveat. Here's the little elephant in the room. There are going to be some police officers, probably most and the majority of the police officers, which, by the way, you know what? Let me go ahead and make that disclaimer right now. We absolutely support our men and women in law enforcement, our men and women in uniform, our first responders. I just believe that as a country, we can do two things at the same time. I believe that we can honor our men and women that are law enforcement officers. This is not anti-police. This is not anti-cop. This is not anti-anything except anti, you know, uh, misuse of power. Mm -hmm. But um, I think we can all agree that we all have a lot to learn. We have a lot to learn from each other. So that's the spirit of all of this content. It's not to be anti-police. It's to be, let's be pro-police and let's be pro-knowledge. So you have to say first, I'm recording you as well. That may escalate the situation. You might get that one out of a thousand police officer that might get bent out of shape that you're recording them as well. And if that's the case, remember, son, that the important thing to do is to always de-escalate any uh, conflict, contentious situation you're in. You always want to de-escalate that conflict. So the 999 police officers, uh, hopefully you won't get pulled over 999 mm-hmm. times. Right? 
you're going to have more problems than the police. you mm-hmm. going to have to deal with this right hand. Just I'm talking about. What? That's a joke, too. I don't beat the children physically. Not really. Not really. Not anymore. Not, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought that's what you were going to say. That's not what I was going what to say. What were you going to say? I thought you were going to say. I was just going to say that's not a very good way of wording that. Well, right. That's, I agree. Okay. So, <laughs> Love you. Um, but another thing with recording with permission, two things. One, um, if it doesn't escalate, what was I going to say? It can, um, and you don't tell them that you're recording. I think um, the state police officer we were talking with said, like, it can't be used in, like, court. That's a good point. When you, like, try and fight right. a ticket or whatever. Sure. It can't be used. It's, like, contempt of Yeah, yes, it's, yes, it right. It's illegal or something. Yeah. So, right. So, you have to notify them that you're recording. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, it's, it's really just based off judgment if the police officer seems to... Oh, that, that's what I was going to say. They don't need, they don't have to say yes for you to record. You can record. They don't have to necessarily be Give okay consent. With it. Right. right. But if it seems like they don't give consent and they're like really, um, you know. Aggressive really agi- or angry right, or agitated. Agi- yeah, yeah, agitated by it. Then it's it's up to you whether you want to keep recording or if you think it'd be beneficial to stop recording. Right. Remember, the elephant in the room is that they have a gun and we don't. Right. So the goal, again, is for you to come home. The goal is for you to come home alive. So if you're in a situation where you say, you know what, officer, I'm going to record this again. I'm going to record this as well, just so that I have a record of the call um, and they seem cool. Just go on about your business and get on to the next, you know, whatever, five or six points that we have. But um, yeah, I guess that's probably the biggest thing. You Mm -hmm. can record with permission. What's number two? They ask, but they don't care as aggressive as that. As that sounds. <laughs> okay, so the police ask you a million questions, but they don't care about the answers. Now, that is a really interesting way of framing it. Now, uh, why do they ask you a million questions, but they don't necessarily care about the answers? Do you know that? Because, let's say, they're about to pull you over for, like, they think you... You're speeding. Are dr- yeah, yeah, you're speeding. Okay. They're going to walk up to the car. They kind of see, they kind of look at your car, see if there's anything wrong with it. They'll walk up. They'll ask you like, hey, where are you coming from or where are you going? And while they're asking you these questions, they're looking at your demeanor. They're seeing how you're talking, right. how you're acting. If you seem everyone when you get pulled over, most of the time you're going to be slightly nervous, which sure. is fine. They're looking for if you're extra nervous, they're, if they're going to freak out, like, why are you asking all these questions? They're looking for that stuff. So most of the time which we found out they're not necessarily listening for the answer. They don't care if you're coming from your house and going to Wendy's. Correct. They're trying to see what you could be hiding if you're hiding anything. And if you're not, they're going to, you know, just make sure everything's cool and then you go on your way. Right. So they're checking to see if you're like extra, extra. Right. And then here's a stat that they gave that I never thought about, but it makes all the sense in the world. Right. 90% of all crimes involve a car. That's why they stop you. So that's low-key kind of brilliant. Bank robbery. Right, right. Yeah, if you steal money from a bank, you're not getting on your Huffy bike. Wow, I said Huffy. Huffy that just bike. See, I just lost like 68% of the room right wow. there. When I was back in the day, you know, back in the day, your father's old, you know, you used to have Huffy bike. You Do, do you ever heard of Huffy bikes? Huffy? Huffy. So 90%. 
90 percent of all crimes involve the car so you rob a bank right. you're not like running down the street with bags of money if you kill somebody you usually aren't running down the street away with the gun if you're, there's a drug deal even if you walk someone has to go pick it up right usually a car you get away in a car right so it makes sense that most crimes involve a car so they're stopping your car based off an mo of something and if you're fine then you're then you're fine. There's no reason to like escalate the situation. Good, good. Number three. I am not a cop. I am a human being. There was a movie way back in the day, and in the trailer for it, it was for The Elephant Man. Again, I'm showing my age because this movie was like maybe 1980, 1982, and I remember watching this as a kid and being like sort of traumatized. But it's this man, John Merrick, who was born with this incredible like deformity, and he they unfortunately turned him into like a circus kind of freak show which was very inhumane and uh in the movie the big the trailer of the movie he would go i'm not an animal i'm a human being like look at me as a human being okay cops are human beings they don't know what they're gonna get when you when they pull the car over they're nervous they're a little itchy they're a little like you know i don't know what i'm gonna get so you know refer to them with respect but also know that quick movements, sudden movements, disrespect, they're not going to respond to that very well because you don't respond to stuff like that very well. You know what I'm saying? Right. So make sure that you understand that they're a police, a police officer or law enforcement might be what they do, but they're also a human being. And so if you had to stop some car and you've never seen the car before and you've never seen the driver before and you walk into that situation with your own set of preconditioned gnosis or, or a, 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 a preconceived notion of what this person might be or where they're coming from or what they do or whatever you might be a little uptight too so remember that our police our law enforcement they're not superheroes even though they do super heroic things but they are human beings so treat them with the respect that they deserve all right number four De-escalate, de-escalate, de-escalate. That is just good advice for just about any podcast episode we do. De-escalating a situation will serve you well in just about every situation. Um, in this situation, now I've been pulled over by police. I have been pulled over by what I would consider the one out of the 999 police that you probably don't want to be pulled over by in fact the last time i got pulled over by a police officer i would consider him to be the one out of the 999 i was playing uh washington dc uh i was playing in the jazz club club was over we had to wait i mean the gig was over we were kind of waiting to get paid we're hanging around wait hanging around hanging around hanging around the manager was like sorry it took us a little time here's everybody's money great gig see you guys later got into the car was driving down m street at about 12 30 a.m Cop pulls me over and he said, you made an illegal right-hand turn. Now, I know as soon as he says that, I did not make an illegal right-hand turn. So I know that the right turn I just made was not illegal. So I said, no, I didn't, sir. I was getting into the right-hand lane and I was going to make a right at the next light. He said, shut up. You made a right-hand turn illegally. Now, as soon as he said, shut up, I realized that he had escalated the situation. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So I went to, you know what? I'm not fitting to die. Like, you know, I know I, we live in a nice neighborhood. Mm. This is what I was thinking. I'm not fitting to die. 
out here on M Street in front of some Banana Republic that sells $400 jeans that I can get at Kohl's for $30. That's not how I'm, that's not how E is going to go out. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I said, you're absolutely right. And I, I just, you're absolutely right. He said, I need your license and registration. I said, my license and registration is right here, sir. May I, may I get it? May I show it to you? So yeah, my right hand never left the steering wheel and I did everything with my left hand because I'm right-handed. So I got everything out. I kept my hands there and he kept trying to like pick at me like, you know, ordinarily this is a $450 fine, which I knew was BS. But I said, I appreciate you giving me a warning. And he said, was well, there anything else? I said, no, sir. No, sir. There's nothing else. I appreciate you pulling me over. You know, I my, my tone dropped my everything. Now, when I drove off, I called him all kinds of stuff. I was puffed up. I oh, wow. wish you would. I called his mama some names. I wish I'd. Mm. Looking for his people right now. You know what I'm saying? That's not the point. But what's the goal? The goal, what's the point? The goal is to come home alive. Alive. Number five. The truth will set you free. Ooh. The truth will set you free. When you get pulled over, just tell the truth. When they answer, when they ask you questions that they kind of don't really care about the answers, tell the truth. And the reason why you should tell the truth is because. Ooh, the truth will make you free. Oh, wow. <laughs> Somebody told no, me that no. who the sun hey, says. That's not this. That's not this? That's the other one. That's, that the, that's the other podcast yeah. we were talking about. With the, I, ooh, you see how I came in like a Russian wind? Ooh, I feel the anointing. Metamuso. Metamuso. So, I, uh, so if you're going to go to court, you get home safely, and you say that police officer did something that I didn't appreciate, and I want to play press charges later, you don't want to perjure yourself. Because they will use that against you. So where are you coming from? Tell them where you were coming from. If you had a, a swig of beer at the ball game, and um, but you're not driving drunk, tell them you had some beer at the ball game, but you're not driving drunk. Just go ahead and tell them, just say the truth. Answer all those questions truthfully. Why? Because of number one, they're going to record you. You very well may be recording them. And if you perjure yourself in the car, when you get to court, you'll have even less credibility because you will have not told the truth. Not to mention what they told us was if they're if you're a fairly experienced cop, like decent amount of years already. Yeah. When they pull you over seconds after talking to you, they have an idea. Right. Of, oh, OK, this person's not doing anything. They have an idea or, who they're dealing with. Or if there's something behind what they're saying, if they're slurring their words, stuff That's like right. that. So it's it's not super beneficial to lie if you're just going to get caught anyway because it doesn't help you. Right. Because even if you do get a ticket or fine, you could fight it in court and then get like a less fine or try and get the, what is it, the point removed. Yeah, you yeah you get points or something. Or yeah. But that's why I want to tell you about a man named no, Jesus that sit, came to set the captives free. No. That's not one of the no, points? No, that's not. That's not that wasn't the points. points. Okay. Uh, six. Are we on six? Yep. Yeah, six. Number six, how to check their ID while driving. Yes, how to check their ID while driving. I didn't know this myself. Let's say you're driving a car and ladies pay attention because, you know, men are really creepy about stuff we do some creepy stuff yeah, there's some gross people yeah there's some gross people in the world y'all you know you know jesus is coming soon because there's some gross people in the world there will be a um you know an unmarked police car that will turn on flashers and their lights and it'll have all of the stuff like it's a police car and you don't know that that's a police car so 
The police told us, and we will tell you, try to pull over in a well-populated area. Go to the parking lot of a Walmart or a Target or a... That has people that, that has can people see. that can see you, where there's also like a security camera right. outside. Pull in like the very front of that Yes, Walmart pull in front of something and then stop your car. And while you're driving, you call 911. Call 911 on your cell phone and say, hey, am, is a... Green Chevy Impala license plate one two three four five six is that actually being pulled over right now? Because when they pull you over, they're supposed to call in that they're calling in this particular make and model. So nine one one will have a record that you're getting pulled over. If nine one one says we don't have any record of some green Impala getting pulled over with a license plate one two three four five six, then that very well may not be a cop. Right. So. Um, I have done a little bit of research and I remember that there was a story of a woman that, uh, she was driving around, I forget what town it was in driving around a person put on their lights. She thought it was a cop, but then something told her that maybe it wasn't. She called 911, 911 said that it wasn't a police officer. She drove right to her police station. And when that car saw where she was going, the car took off. The cops came after the car and then they caught it and it wasn't a cop. So call 911. 911 actually can be your friend. And, and these, these situations aren't super common, they say. Sure, like it's, oh, right. it's very rare. But right. what you can do is um, one of the state trooper, one of them we were talking to, has a normal, fairly looking car that has like the, the dashboard and like the front lights. Yeah. But he said one thing you can note is like if they have like a, a police siren installed, if it's not an actual cop, they'll have like some some made up siren that they'll yeah. just play through like their phone or something. Yeah. Um, their ID is supposed to have a picture that you can ask for the ID. It'll show a picture of them. It will have like their agency and like their information. So sure. it's just it's it's just something else to know. The chances of it once again aren't super high, but it's just so that you know. And it would be a good idea if you memorized and knew your license plate number. I sure don't. Yeah, I do. That's the only reason why I have a vanity plate, because I wanted to be able to memorize my license plate. And what's the last one, son? Number seven. Invite them to your neighborhood. I was surprised that when this was over, by the way, uh, I'm not giving their names because, you know, I just want to protect their um, their uh, identity. Um, but they were they could not have been kinder. They could not have been more informative or sweet, but they said they gave us over an hour of time to talk to us and just take time off their schedule, which we appreciate. But they said, man, I wish people would do this more often. They are looking for you, the public to have conversations with the police. So get your neighborhood, get your Facebook friends, your Facebook groups, have lunch with the police officer, have a coffee time, have your church um, have time with a police officer where you can ask questions, have, you know, our neighborhood has a Facebook page. See if there's a time, you know, we're going to have officer John Smith or Jane Smith come to the neighborhood at 12 noon on Saturday, ask questions, have them talk about, you know, what happens during a routine traffic stop, know your rights kind of thing, invite them to your neighborhood. I was surprised at how little, um, this actually happens and how rare what we did actually happens. So, um, take advantage of the opportunity that you have, people, all right? These are the seven details of what we learned from a traffic stop. Number one. Record with permission. Yeah. Two. They ask, but they don't care. They don't really care about the answer. They're trying to check your demeanor. Three. 
I'm not a cop. I am a human being. Remember that they're going through their stuff just like you're going through your stuff. Four. De-escalate, de-escalate, de-escalate. I would uh, add to that. De-escalate. Wow. Five. The truth will set you free. Woo, the truth. <laughs> the truth will come in like a rushing wind. Number six. <clears throat> I'm supposed to say number six. Number six. <laughs> How to check their ID while driving. 911 is your friend. Check and make sure that they're actually who they say they are. And number seven. Invite them to your neighborhood. Right. They actually want to get to know people. Thanks, Dad, and thank you for listening to Attention to Detail. We'll be uploading new podcasts every week, usually on Mondays, and you should be able to find us wherever you get your podcasts. Write a review and like us. You can also follow our sponsor, VIP Consulting, at ericbird.com, my dad's trio at ericbirdtrio.com. This content will upload to the Eric Bird Trio YouTube page, and show notes can be found at ericbird.com slash blog, where you can also follow the show on VIP Consulting Twitter and Facebook pages. What's the last detail you want to leave our listeners with, Dad? So leaders, creatives, influencers, the objective is to come home alive. Anything that goes left, uh, you can fight through the system, but the goal is to be alive. So live to tell the story. Live to tell your story. We thank God for our law enforcement and men and women that put themselves on the front line to serve and protect. We can all be a part of the process for that objective to be met. Education is power, and power sets captives free. Attention. Thank you again for listening to Attention to Detail with Eric Bird, moving your brand forward as artists, leaders, and influencers. Attention. I'm Jason Bird. Until next time. Attention. Attention.